Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. What's up folks, how about another great week in the NFL? Championship Sunday in the AFC and the NFC were terrific. Um, That's the word I'll use. I mean, the Cincinnati Bengals come all the way back and beat the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead Stadium. I'm so, so proud of Joe Burrow and that squad. Everyone played well. Everyone contributed. I'm going to shout out T. Higgins out of the wide receiver spot. Six receptions with 103 yards. Absolutely big time. And Joe Burrow. I mean, he's big time out of the passing game, and we know that. But he's running for key first downs in this ball game, And I like how there's no panic, no quit. Zach Taylor coaches phenomenally, in my opinion, and he coached great in this ballgame. Being down 21-3 at one point in this ballgame, and the Bengals rally all the way back. And Patrick Mahomes went from a stellar first half, folks, to abysmal, an awful second half. And we know I love Patty Mahomes. He's big time. He's hosted four AFC championship games in four years. The resume speaks for itself, even though it's early on in his career. I mean, Joe Burrow at a young, young age with tremendous pocket poise. Keep in mind, folks, the Cincinnati Bengals are a great football team, but no one saw them here. If the Cincinnati Bengals just made the postseason, it would be a successful year. They're going to the Super Bowl in Englewood. Lot to be said there, and Burrow added a passing game, 250 yards, two TDs. He did throw a pick, but it ended up not costing him or his ball team. I just think Joe stepping up as a young leader is so important, guys, because people always joke that leading comes with experience. He's a young player. He was big time in college. He's even greater in the pros. And if he wins this game against the Rams in their home stadium to win the Super Bowl, What a turnaround, going from the Heisman Trophy winner, the national champion at LSU, to a year ago tearing his ACL and having a losing season, to this one, one for the books, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, and all of the supporting cast for putting on a show. And I think the Cincinnati Bengal defense is very, very underrated. They get after the quarterback. They defend downfield. Blitz packages are great. I think falling back in that cover three was beneficial in this ball game and many ball games earlier than this in the playoffs and in the regular season, folks. You know, the Chiefs simply don't blow leads, especially in the Patrick Mahomes era thus far. And I think that was the biggest story. That's why Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid were shocked come postgame because it didn't even hit them yet. Um, I will say karma might have caught up with the Kansas City Chiefs because I personally believe that the Buffalo Bills should have won a week prior 
and outplayed the Chiefs, but still Buffalo lost the game. And I felt the Chiefs here in overtime, the cards can't all go the Chiefs' way. The Bengals got to stop in OT, got it back, and they got it to their golden leg. Mr. McPherson knocking it through the uprights. So this game was really one for the books. And I thought SVP, Scott Van Pelt, and the ESPN crew were right all season long, guys. They were saying that an unexpected team or two unexpected teams would make the Super Bowl. Here you got it. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. And shout out Joe Burrow with the fashion coming into the game with drip. I just ordered that tea from Barstool. So, uh, you know, Joey's got the shades. He's got the outfit. Calm, cool, and collective. I call him Joe Cool. And yeah, just a big-time performance, as I mentioned, out of the passing game. Had one mistake in this ball game. Defense had his back, though, since he D showing up big. And um, was able to get Joe the ball right back uh, without giving up any points. So uh, shout out this game. I really thought it was well coached in the second half. Aggressive, but not too aggressive, knowing that you have enough time to win the football game. And Cincinnati did just that, and I cannot wait to see them play in two weeks and see what they can do. Bring the whole thing home or uh, come up just shy to the L.A. Rams. But, man, it's going to be a special game. Transitioning over to the NFC Championship game, it was good to see the Rams win. Uh, they won by three, 20 to 17. Matthew Stafford, a ton to say about this man. I mean, in Detroit all those years, gave his heart to the city, his soul to the city, and came up short at times, but he never really had a supporting cast around him, an offensive line, a defense that's going to stop the other squad, a receiving core. Yes, he had Megatron, but... Besides that, it uh, it really didn't fall his way in Detroit. But the Rams thought if they get Stafford, they can have big dreams, folks. And they made it to the big dance in Matthew Stafford's first year as the L.A. Rams quarterback. And a lot to be said about just the way Matthew plays. You know, he plays with guts. He's not worried about turning the ball over. He'll throw it downfield, give his team the best chance to win the given football game. And 31 for 45, 337 yards passing, two TDs. He did throw a pick in the ball game, but it was all good and well um, for the most part. Cooper Cup showing up big time. I keep mentioning him week to week on our show because he's that much of an impact player. Now, being a fellow New York Giant fan, shout out my my friends from home, the New York Giants guys. Odell Beckham Jr. is an NYG product, and he's playing big-time football, stepping up for the L.A. Rams, 113 yards receiving on Sunday, and I'm just so, so happy for him. He put in the hard work. He's finally with a team that fully believes in him and accepts him. Yeah, just proud of OBJ, proud of Cup, Stafford, the defense. I mean, Von Miller is an AFC champion and an NFC champion now. Aaron Donald, in my opinion, the best defensive player, if not the best player in the entire NFL, showing up big, putting pressure on Jimmy G late in the football game. 
And when you put pressure on Jimmy G, he's going to make mistakes. And that's exactly what he did, folks. And transitioning over, the Niners had the lead. They blew it. And Jimmy G, this might be his last year as quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. I simply think that the defense, special teams, skill play, those guys carried the load. Jimmy came up shy. He came up shy once again and... You got to get a first down late in the fourth. You got to be able to move the chains. You can't throw the ball for negative yards. He's throwing the ball behind the line of scrimmage. Decision-making is not Jimmy G's friend, and I think it's going to hinder him. Um, We know that Jimmy G is 30 years old, born in 91, but we will see if this is the last of Jimmy G in San Fran. I'm not 100% sure yet. But uh, they're grooming Trey Lance to be the guy. And Jimmy G is not enough of a standout to keep him at the quarterback spot. San Fran will be just fine without him, especially with Kittle and Debo just balling out. Yeah, and, uh, you know, wrapping it up here tonight, I, I, it's always bittersweet for me, guys. You know, I'm in the studio. I love talking all sports. But when the NFL season We just have the Super Bowl left. Yeah, you know how JD Sports, Sports in Depth works. We're going straight into NBA. MLB on the horizon. March Madness coming up shortly. Hockey going on. You know, all these sports. Golf's going to kick into full gear. Um, But football, I got a soft spot for the NFL. It's just amazing. It's a magical league. It's in really good hands with anyone can beat anyone. That is the mindset in the NFL, and that will stand tall. I'm really excited. Of course, it's two weeks. You know, next week on our show, we'll just be through the Pro Bowl, um, and we'll talk some NBA. But yeah, just uh, wanted to dedicate this show strictly to the NFL and how much I appreciated this postseason. Um, I can't wait to talk to y'all next week. Everyone enjoy their week. Be the best version of themselves. J.D. out.